Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use that promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo after eight in a row. The Cubs lose again. Yeah, 12 unanswered by the Padres. Other than that, it was a pretty good night at Wrigley Field. That's a good way to put it. I mean, I I don't know what to talk about first. The losing streak, the record below 500, the fact that they were up 5-0. I will will be the bigger man here, and I will take all the blame because the moment that I was on or managing the CHGO (laughs) Cubs Twitter account and decided to hit send on a rare positive tweet that said, Hey, what was your favorite or what is your favorite part of the five nothing lead? The Padres proceeded to score four runs in a matter of, I don't know, a half hour and then eventually taking the lead. So I will take full blame here. This is uh this is uh, all on me. Uh none on the Cubs. If we really wanna, you know, go that route, that's fine. Uh, that's what happens whenever you know you, you're feeling good and you have a bullpen like the Cubs do. Uh, they just didn't have it tonight. Uh, other than that, I'm pretty speechless, Luke, because it all sucks. Wow, I, I'm looking at the chat and welcome to everybody on the chat. Uh, a lot of people really mad at David Ross. Yeah. Oh yeah. About, Our mentions about are the very bullpen. Mad. Like it's yeah. it's angry. Uh, Jack of, says fire Ross. Steven says this is one thousand percent on David Ross. Um, yeah, no. Our mentions were full of people yelling about David Ross. And it has nothing... I don't think it has anything really to do with the bullpen. I think it has to do with the fact they took Kyle, Kyle Hendricks out. And, or it's either that or the fact they even brought Kyle Hendricks out there for that, that last inning. I he thought threw he was like, coming out an inning earlier. Yeah, and he threw, like, what, five pitches and yeah. gave up a double and then took him out? Like, what's the point? You might Like, we've seen it time and time again, uh, relievers... Some of them are much better when they come in a clean inning. And I mean, I mm-hmm. listen, like Chris Martin, he to me he's the one the, the biggest blame there because you bring him in and then you, and, and then it just became like a the floodgates open because all these other guys came in with runners on base. I mean, I mean, I know Hendricks gave up the double, but Martin gives up the the two-run shot to let it to make it 5 to 2. And then it just keeps coming and coming. He didn't have it. And I guess in a way, if you really want to blame David Ross on the bullpen aspect, it's that he let certain guys go longer. But I feel like at in in the same the same notion, like a lot of those guys have earned the opportunity mm-hmm. to get to get out of innings. Givens didn't have it. F Ross didn't have it. Like F Ross has been one of the best arms in the pen. We've literally yeah. sat on shows Agreed. and said this guy should be a eighth inning, you know, back in setup guy. You know what I mean? And he didn't have it, and it's just Given, it's frustrating. Uh, Givens, you know, I've said he's got some trade value. Even <laughs> we too. we like, keep saying that, yeah. Uh, all those guys, all those, all three guys, Martin, F Ross, and Givens have been good at some point this season. Yeah. F Ross most of the season. Uh, I still think he's a key piece, but they're not going to be good every night. I, I thought, I thought Hendricks was coming out a little bit earlier just because it had been two weeks since he'd pitched. Exactly, and you know you're talking about a sore shoulder, a fatigued shoulder. Uh, I'm guessing the only reason maybe he stayed in there that long was that it was it was hot out. 
you yeah. know, so it was warm. Um, but I don't know. I, I can't hang it on the bullpen. Was the game their fault? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but they haven't been to blame for a lot of things. A lot they've of the been, losses. They've this been season. near they've been the bottom. One of the best in baseball. Yeah, they've been near the bottom of the Cubs problems list. That's that's for sure. Which we kind of thought they might be, but they've been even better than I expected. Right. Really, but um, it, again, though, I wouldn't say they don't like. Obviously, you you're not you're not taking away criticism of them. No, no, no. They no, haven't no, 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 been no, yeah. very good. No. Yes, they haven't been very good in the month of June. There's no there's no doubt about that. That you know, last night Rowan Wick it comes in in a tie game. Lyle's three runs. You know, we, we saw it in New York over the weekend. Uh, I mean, the starters didn't help in that in those two games against the Yankees. But at the end of the day, like, what's really the biggest issue here with why the bullpen is doing this and why all this is happening is that coming into the year, the Cubs just did not get consistent starting pitching. Right. And so right now here in the middle of June, the Cubs bullpen is just taxed. Even with a couple days off. I mean, hell, they had those couple days off last week, and then, of course, the, the Cubs have to play a 13-inning game because they can't get the, enough runs to to, you know, to 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 do whatever, but also because Wade Miley can't stay in the game right, right. because he can't stay healthy. So, in a way, yeah, starting pitching hurt that series as well. Uh, Kyle Hendricks gives you a great start tonight, but... <laughs> You uh, you know, the they just didn't have it tonight. Like I, 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 I don't. I'm running out of, or I've ran out of reasons. I've ran out of excuses. There are no excuses when you're fi- 15 games under 500 on pace for 100 losses and have the most expensive baseball experience in in in, in the in the league. Like, it's just uh, you know, this is where it is. It sucks. This is, we're going to remember this this stretch at the end of the year when we look back and talk about the highs and lows. Like I thought, the three and fourteen stretch was bad. This is like <laughs> no. they, the, the three. I'm and, telling you, this is headed for double digits. Yeah, like this. This is like hold my beer, guys. Let's the Cubs were like hold our hold the beer because let's make it look worse. And like it's just a lot of it's very disappointing because you get you get two homers out of Wilson tonight. You had, I thought, the offense at the beginning of the game played very well. And then when you, whenever the Padres make that comeback, it's like you can't even like blame the offense for not doing anything after because it's like you score five runs, you should five. you should win a major league baseball game. You should win a major league baseball game anytime you score five runs. Well, that's what Wolf was saying in the chat. He was like, you know, it's a five nothing lead. It doesn't matter clean inning or not. You should come in and get the job done. I agree. I, I, I agree. I agree with that 100%. I agree. What you were saying about the starting pitching, and again, it's not Kyle Hendricks' fault tonight. He pitched a great game. I'm um, just talking about overall. We're talking about overall. Now, he's he's been out for two weeks, however, which also led to the taxing of the bullpen. And one thing we forget is because these guys are all out, you've lost the best piece of that bullpen which was Keegan Thompson, because now he's in a starting role, which he's trying to help plug the holes on a sinking ship, you know, and and maybe that won't work out. Maybe it will work out, but that's, you know, that's, he's the guy you would have brought in after Hendricks pitched. You would have brought in Keegan to get out of it and maybe pitch three innings and hand it to Robertson game over. You probably win the game to be honest with you. Um, But that's not what it's been. And, I see in the chat uh, 
I assume David Ross is starting Killian yeah. tomorrow. So Ryan, we, we kind of thought that might be the case, yeah. right? Ryan like, just tweeted it. He said Caleb Killian <laughs> will start for, for the Cubs on Wednesday against the Padres. So. It's lined up. And, you know, at this point. And, we, and yeah, like you said, we leave him to talk about it. Yeah. I, I'm fine with just, unless he starts struggling mightily, leave him up here. Right. Just, just keep him here because they've got too many guys going out there. I, I know that you're still waiting on Miley. You're still waiting on Smiley. Hendricks has still got a fatigued, sore arm. We don't know right. how he's going to bounce Thompson back. Thompson is really Thompson. Know, I would love. I would love to actually stick him back in the bullpen. Right. You know, I, I. It's been a nice sample size. He can go back to even. I can even see him going back to the starting role once they trade some guys here at the trade deadline. But for now, I would be happy to see him go back to that role. Swarmer, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve another good start after one, two good games. He had a he had a bomb in the Bronx, but he was left in there to make up for Eat a up tax innings. bullpen. So he, yeah. he wouldn't have stayed in there long enough to give up six home runs. He didn't have it. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's at least exciting for fans to see Killian tomorrow. Maybe Caleb Killian can stop it at eight. Maybe. I, I, hey, they, uh, he was very good in his major league debut outside of one inning. Right. Uh, Will the only thing that kind of scares me is like, will he be able to give them the length? Uh, I know he's had command issues. If if, if there's anything to complain about with him so far in his uh, you know professional career, mm-hmm. but yeah, at least it is something we can come to the uh, come to the studio tomorrow and be like, all right, we got something to watch yeah. here. This will get be something nice to 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 watch because it's just been tough, man. Like you know, I said last night after the show, I was like, all right. When we do the show tomorrow, it's like, we can't, like, I have to find a way to not just go down the same rabbit hole that we've been, that we did tonight. And you said something like, we're probably going to do it like 50 more times because like, <laughs> what is there, true. what is there to talk about with this team? We're 15 games under 500. We're on pace for a hundred losses. You, you DFA certain guys who are young and actually are part or not part, but could be part of the next good team for older guys and guys on expiring contracts that aren't going to be part of the team. And like our top prospect is hurt. Uh, Yeah. Like there's just not a lot to look forward to right now. There's not a lot to be optimistic about. Trade deadline. Trade deadline's coming up soon. Right. But that's still a whole month and a half. I know the draft. Like if I'm sitting here and I'm, and I can't find five optimistic things to talk about, that's saying something. Me, someone who said this team could win 87 games this year. If I can't do that, then that's saying just how bad it is. So, yeah. I'm I'm happy we have something to look forward to tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, it, it will be good to see him pitch again. Uh, I think people were fans were teased by that first performance. It was it was really good early on, and then he had the one bad inning, but he came back out and he pitched well again. So that's you know that's what you're looking to see. And again, it's about individual performances. Mm-hmm. You know, tonight was nice to see Kyle Hendricks go five innings, one run. It could have been five innings, no runs. Right. Six strikeouts, no walks, fastball command was there, changeup command was there, and he's a great matchup for the Padres. They like to be a they're a super aggressive team at the plate. Mm-hmm. 
And Kyle Hendricks feasts off that. If yeah. he has his command, there's nothing he likes to see more than an anxious hitter at the plate. Someone ready to swing out of their cleats. And so, you know, he's had two good games against him this year. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So I, I hope it's something to build on. He, it's been a very roller coaster ride season for him. Right. Um, and it was, it was so strange because I guess it had been reported that it had been some shoulder stuff, but a lot of what I had heard was just from reports was he's, he's working on a few things, <clears throat> you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what it was, but right. like two weeks is two weeks, but he wasn't on the IL. Yeah. And it's weird because the one thing you can always say about Hendricks is he's usually pretty healthy. Never, ha- we've yeah. never really had to worry about his him getting injured. Uh, so, but related to him, you know, I tweeted tonight. You know, hey, the the Yield Classic, whatever the player name, trade value, stock right, up right, or stock right, down. Yeah. And the replies were interesting because some people were like, "No, we can't trade Hendricks," and then some people were like, "Oh, I actually, I I, I think this is a." great idea because they're like tired of Hendricks so like it's weird how Kyle Hendricks has kind of become like a I don't want to say controversial but a uh, polarizing player on the Cubs roster I guess on a roster like this that's that's bound to happen I think people are growing angry at everybody right but and, the point and most of the players don't deserve it I agree I completely agree but the point of why I bring it up is I said last night I don't think the Cubs are going to be or I don't think they're going to trade Kyle Hendricks because it's just not worth it. You're not going to get any real promising prospects, and, and 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 if they did, and they eventually got one or two out of it that down the road did something, then fine, I'll eat my words on it. But at, at this moment, right now, uh, you you just don't. I I wouldn't feel confident in anything that they got back for Kyle Hendricks tonight. Was a good step in the right direction. He had, he, he ate the Cubs five innings. He had six strikeouts on a, a really good lineup. I don't care if Fernando Tatis is in it or not. He, you know, he, this was hopefully a good start to a really good stretch. If the Cubs actually did want to trade Kyle Hendricks with one year left of control, someone who's been on this roster since 2014, I, you know, it, it's all like every, like with how things are going, like anything is possible. Like you said last night, Luke, like, if there if if there's any part of looking looking forward to the trade deadline, it's like all right, well, Kyle Hendricks gave us a, a really solid start tonight. If you can do a few more yeah. over the next month, then you're like, all right, there's some there's some, it's, there's some value there. A team will want someone like that. So yeah, you know, we'll see. Uh, again, we need more. We need more consistency. Uh, I, I at this point, I'm very indifferent on if the if the Cubs should or shouldn't. Uh, my heart says no because, you know, he's been so fun to watch throughout most of his career. And on the other hand, it's like, well, what's what's the point? What 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 is the point? So um, that's where I'm at. On the chat, uh, can you go back up just a little bit? Somebody's saying, Cub fans don't deserve this. Katy Perry Dreamer says, Cub fans don't deserve this. We don't deserve another teardown six years after winning a World Series. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I don't disagree with that, although I think – um, moves were missed before they started tearing down the team and it got to the point where it did need to be torn down. It's just that I would have liked to seen it been supplemented 
with some spending. And Isaac yeah. has been saying that on Isaac saying he's he's rooting for law. He's he's now one of the Cub fans that's rooting for losses, not because he wants to see the higher draft pick, which by the way, they're getting closer and closer to the higher draft pick. Yeah. They're only they're only three wins ahead of the Royals, two mm-hmm. wins ahead of the Reds. Right. Yeah. And they're tied with the Nationals. So they are getting closer and closer to that. And I still say those teams don't have as much to trade away at the trade deadline as the Cubs do. Yeah. And so it, it's very possible that they could sink to the worst record in baseball. So he's saying he's not rooting against them for the draft pick. He's rooting it to drive revenue down because more and more fans will lose interest in the team and it's going to hit the pocketbook. That's the only way to turn this around. Yeah. It wasn't a very big crowd tonight. No. We said yesterday we thought it was a pretty good crowd. And I said, ah, it's the first Monday after school's out for a lot of school. A lot of high schools graduated. Mm-hmm. Kids are getting re- you know, ready for summer. It was the Padres, a good team in town. When they bought the tickets, they probably thought Tatis, Darvish, mm-hmm. Machado, good team to go see. Um, I'll be interested to see what it's like tomorrow with Killian now. Yeah. Will, will that Will that crank up a few more tickets On i don't Wednesday? know because I don't know. I, as it, they've seen him pitch once couple, mm-hmm. you know we've seen him pitch once and i also think fringe cub fans don't really know who caleb killian is yet yeah diehard fans folks that are in our chat people right. that watch every game they know who caleb killian is yeah diehard cub fans know about caleb killian that he's one of the top pitching prospects like he's the guy Fringe fans that are watching a few games right now, they have no idea who he is. None whatsoever. I had, I had a, couple, a friend text me tonight, just said, tough watch. Yeah. How are you holding up tough watch? <laughs> and I just said, I just replied back, no way to sugarcoat it. They're bad. And he's like, thanks for the expert analysis. <laughs> and, you know, it's that's true. It's like, there's... You got you got to look for the you have to look in between the lines for the other storylines that are there, and mm. we we pick them apart on a nightly basis. This was a tough loss, a mm. five nothing lead in the sixth inning when Kyle Hendricks walks Kyle Hendricks walks off the mound with a five nothing lead, and they lose twelve to five. In relation to the comment we were talking about. Um, Rooting for the losses? Yeah, for decreased revenue or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Natalie put in the slack trying to get our attention. She says uh, MLB has attendance at 29K. Uh, 29,000 for tonight. tonight. A lot of season tickets. Yeah, that's a lot of season tickets. That's a lot of... uh, They're getting that money no matter what. Yeah, and I get what, what that comment means. I get what he's thinking. But at the end of the day, people are going to always go to Wrigley Field. You're going to get the tourists. You're going to get the uh, – we. there wouldn't be this many people in the chat if people didn't care. Now, that said, there are ways to let to, – to, to hold ownership accountable and front, front office accountable, no doubt. And, again, if you don't want to go to games, don't go. If you want to go to games, go. I, I, I don't think that we should sit here and tell people to not go or to go, whatever, like – at the end of the day, like we're all fans and we all like going to Wrigley Field. I like that's that's the truth. But I think ways that you can hold hold uh, you know those people accountable is just you know 
you you gotta you gotta let them know whether it's at if you're at the game, bring a sign. I don't know. Like I, <laughs> I, I have an I, I had an idea this afternoon, uh, while while, while the game was going on. Yeah. And that is, you gotta boo. it's not not showing. <laughs> well, you could boo, but the problem is that some of the players are going to hear the boos, and some of the players don't deserve the booing. That's true. You know, there's guys that are up that shouldn't be up. That's true. There's guys that are on the roster that shouldn't be on the roster. Yeah. And and they're all, tr- I, I do believe they're all trying. And yeah. I understand a lot of them are making a lot of money, and, and it comes with the territory. On the flip side, if you really want to let the Cubs know how you feel, and I think there are at least 70% of the people on our chat. I, I know some have now trailed off and said, trade Wilson Contreras. But if you told me the beginning of the season what it was like, he's having his best season in the majors. He's top two catchers in baseball. Yep. If you want to let the Cubs know how you really feel, give Wilson Contreras a standing ovation every time he comes to the plate. A full standing ovation at Wrigley Field. Every time he comes up, first of all, Wilson Contreras will take it to heart. Yeah. And he won't forget it. Yeah. And if that means he's a free agent, he has a chance to come back sometime, maybe he will. Let him know how you feel. Let the front office know how you feel about Wilson Contreras. Don't just applaud when he hits a home run. The guy hit two home runs and a double tonight. Yep. He's, he's, he's running around the bases saying, jump on my back. Mm-hmm. He's, trying to, he's trying to be that spark plug. It's his best season of his career. If you want to tell the Ricketts family, the front office, Jed, Carter, how you feel about Wilson Contreras, give them a standing ovation every time he comes up until they're nauseous about it. Yeah, that's a good way. Because yeah. they know in their heads they're going to trade him. Yeah. But they're going to feel real bad about it if they see the fan base standing O as if he just hit three homers in the game. Yeah. Every at bat. I don't care if he strikes out next time he comes up, standing ovation. Yeah. That, I feel like that's, that's a message that gets across. We'll definitely see probably more of that the closer the end of July comes. But no, I, I just I, again the, the main point is it's just like there's so much revenue coming into to ownership and, and all of them that not going is just not going to to do it. But like, you know, I've I have I have Treaded the line on our Twitter account, on my Twitter account, you know, let like expressing my feelings about how it's just a slap in the face to all of us that we have the most expensive baseball experience in the league and we have a team that's 15 games under 500. Uh, you know, like I know the Cubs look on social media. They might not take it to heart fully, but they know that they get murdered on social media mm-hmm. every night. Every night. And it's just, like, I just don't really know what they're talking or what they're thinking in in that front office ownership group right now because it's just just very, it just is very dark. The tunnel, the light seems, in what I thought going into this year, I thought the tunnel was maybe a year away from just being in actual contention for a division title a year away. Now it feels like we are going to be taking this t- this tunnel. The, we'll be going through this tunnel for three or four years to to get to the light at the end, and we just we just don't deserve that. Just like uh, what Katie said, 
six years after it. And I know we had to do some things. Yeah. I know they needed to replenish the farm. Those were the right moves. They, they, it was the supplementing that yes, fell a little bit short. But they didn't, yeah, they didn't spend when they actually had the money. They were going to have the money again this offseason. And I'm not saying you go and sign three or four guys like the Rangers did and give away $500-plus million to three dudes. But, man, you got to bring in some dudes that are that have proven that they are solid major leaguers to supplement some of the young pieces that you have coming up and are already up. So, again, we'll have that conversation all at the end of the year and through the offseason. But, like, that, that's the thing. Like, that, that sums it all up on what, you know, you can do to, to change, to, help, to, to let them know. But, you know, it, it's at the end of the day, a lot of it – I don't blame a lot of fans for thinking that we just have to wait until 2025. Yeah, 2025 <laughs> or wait for Ricketts to sell the team. Like He's not selling the team. He's not selling the team. Um, <laughs> I saw Dan Sharp with a comment up just a little bit that I don't disagree with part of what you're saying, Dan. Dan says you don't spend when you suck. They're rebuilding, treading water. The fans are to blame for going. That's the part I disagree with, Dan. <clears throat> I'm not ever going to blame Cubs fans for going to the game. Right. The ones that have season tickets and were on a waiting list for decades to get these season tickets, if that's how they want to spend their money and go, more importantly, they're probably just holding on to those tickets because they love going to the ballpark. They love Wrigley Field. They love the people they sit around. And they're probably trying to hang on for 2024, 25. So they've got tickets to go to the games they really want to see. Most people that have season tickets... Don't get rid of their season tickets now because they don't want to lose them in a couple years. They want they don't want to lose them for a couple years from now. Yeah. They don't want to be short-sighted about it. And don't get me wrong, it's those poor people are spending a ton of money to hang on to those tickets because nobody is going out and you know, it used to be a time where people would buy season tickets and if you wanted to share them with your buddies and then just sell 25% of those tickets You'd get your money back. You might make some of the money back and then some. Nobody's buying tickets to go to the games right now. Yeah. StubHub can't. I, I don't know what a ticket costs on StubHub right now, but it can't be for very much. No. Yeah, you're, you're it's not, been very up and down also. also people have right. season tickets. If you're not going to the game, I would have guessed that a lot of them are eating those seats. Hundreds of dollars a night. So I, I don't blame them for going. I just think if you're going to go... There are ways to make your voices heard, whether that's a sign, whether that's cheering a guy that you know is going to be traded. Like I said, I'd standing O Wilson every every at bat just to drive home the point that what they're doing. Yeah, and I don't know what else to say. Like I I, I agree that it, it it sucks. Everybody knows that they didn't spend. Everybody knows that. And when I say didn't spend, they did spend on say it, but and Strowman and Strowman, but they didn't spend Rangers money, and it didn't help the Rangers. I understand that, but it might have helped just, this. It might have helped this team, right? Marcus Simeon wouldn't have hurt this team. That's true. And Corey Seager, Corey Seager wouldn't have hurt John this team. John Gray would have been a nice depth piece. All of those guys would have helped this yeah. team. I don't know if they would have been worth that money. Um, but Dan saying you prove my point. Fans are still buying the second market tickets. No, I don't believe they are. I I think most of the people there are season ticket holders. That's and good. I think a lot of the other ones that are there right now are either 
an occasional what Dan is saying person coming in and buying a ticket because they want to go to they want to take their kid to a game when it's not packed and they don't have to deal with the crowd and, and they want to see what the ballpark's like and they and if you're taking a little kid they probably don't care about the result anyway but you want them to see major league baseball and Wrigley Field but I don't think you're selling tickets for a whole lot of money right now I think there's a lot of giveaways there People that had tickets and they're just giving them to people that are going. That new drink, drink special, right? If you buy a ticket or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, you get a, <laughs> you get a free drink. Yeah. Well, it is a fourteen dollar beer, or whatever it is. But <laughs> it isn't a whole I will, lot. I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm, Dan. I just won't blame Cubs fans for this. Like, yeah, they're not the ones to blame for. Right. Players fans not developing the fans way they were supposed to. Be blamed for a team like not spending or not or, or doing whatever the fans should be celebrated because especially Cubs fans because before 2016 you know we were people were going to that ballpark and and all of that for a long time without a winner a long time right and you know we've experienced winning and now and and the thing that's different between the last rebuild and now is like the last rebuild people were like fine, Theo, you've proven that you can do this. We'll give you a shot. And now that we've experienced winning, people want to win every year. And I'm yeah. not saying win the World Series, but just be in it every year. And I can't blame people for that. And I can't blame people for wanting to go to the ballpark. That no, I can't either. So, like, if you want them to not go to the ballpark, then they should have built a, a ballpark in Schaumburg. And then right now, nobody would be going. Yeah. But there'd still be a handful of fans that would go. And again, I don't blame them. They want mm. to go see baseball. Right. It doesn't matter I, to I them. Mean, I will say that I, out of what, I've gone to almost. Yeah, you've been to a bunch of them. I've been to probably at least six games this year, at least. And I bought all my tickets on StubHub. So, like, yeah, I'm I'm part of the crowd that is buying uh, on the second-hand source or whatever for the cheaper ticket because the, the season ticket holders have to drop below face value to get rid of them. Right. And That's what I'm saying. They're right. not. But, but there's always a ton of them on there. You never, I never log on there and feel like, oh, I'm going to miss Can't out. Can't get one. Right? And, like, that's just the state of the team at the, at the end of the day. Um, what Wrigley else? was not packed tonight, Dan. Yeah. It wasn't packed. It was and, again, it's like tonight. the first week of summer with school out. Like yeah. He says it, a handful of Wrigley is packed. You watch what Wrigley yeah, Field looks tonight. like at the end of this season. Yeah. It's going to be bare. I Real remember, bear. I remember we turned the game on tonight during pregame, and they showed, you know, from, like, the press box empty. or whatever. And, like, even the bleachers were empty. And I know it filled out more, at, like, later on. And in, in pregame, it, I mean, again, <laughs> pregame is, what, a half hour before the game or whatever. But still, like, I don't know. Like, it's just I've seen I it, it's a noticeable difference for sure. There's a big difference between weekend games Mm-hmm. and weekday games. Sure. That's just a fact. Dan's talking about it was 100 degrees. Oh, yeah, listen, I know it was 100 degrees out there. Yeah. If, I, if, if I was not here at the office today to do this, I still wouldn't have gone to the Cubs game today. <laughs> no not shot. Not with that heat. No, no and no. I wouldn't go tomorrow. Uh, like, <laughs> Caleb Killian or not, 100 degrees. Woo. <laughs> Hard uh, pass. Yeah. So... I don't know. I know. I don't know how we really got down this this path. Well, because just... they've lost. You know why it is? Because it happens every show. Because viewers are angry, fans are angry, everybody's frustrated. They've lost yeah. eight in a row. I, They're I like... fifteen games under five hundred. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm telling you, they're going to lose 100 games. I do like Dan's, like, optimism. He had, I think he had a comment up there that was op- what he said, something about how, like, teams that are rebuilding don't spend, blah, 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 this or whatever. So it, 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 I guess his comment's not necessarily optimistic, but to me it's coming off optimistic because he believes that their farm is going to help. So do we. Trend the team back into a winning direction. And, yeah, you agree. I agree. How long is it going to take? That's the big question. I I don't know. At this point, I don't don't know. I I, I feel like it shouldn't be that long because if you got a Caleb Killian, and we'll probably see Cam Sanders later in the year, on top of Justin Steele, if he continues to pitch like he's been, there's three guys. Then you got Marcus Stroman already signed if you don't trade him. And considering the fact he's on the IL right now, He's, his trade value is not going to be what it was. His value is not going to be what it was in the offseason. You might as well roll another year with him. So you got four guys right there. Go sign another one if you're going to trade Kyle Hendricks. Or just add a couple more just for depth, just because of how we've seen injuries. Like, you, to me, and I, I just explained the starting rotation to you in a way that could be next year. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, and I don't, I don't know if that's going to lead to more wins or not, but at least you got two young guys in there that have – a high ceiling, high upside. You got a veteran in there that 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 is proven over the course of time that he's pretty solid. And then, well, three young guys because of steel. And and one of those young guys has shown steps this year of being really solid. To me, like if just explain that alone, if the Cubs can get the pitching together, not just in the bullpen but in the starting rotation. Yeah. That at least will give them a chance to win games. And a, the main reason why this team has been so bad is because they haven't got the consistent starting pitching. And so the way I just explained it, in my head, it's like, why why would you sell all these pieces off like Contreras, mainly, is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Why would you trade something like that when, if you're so high on Killian and you're probably high on Sanders, even though he's not like a top 100 prospect like Killian, but still, like, you drafted him. You called him up from double A to triple A this year. Like, why, like, why, why, what do you think about all these other arms and stuff? And I just, to me, I, it's maybe, maybe they're not as high on something, and that's why they think they need to, to tank for another year after this. I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. But the way from the outside looking in, from my perspective, to me, it feels like they they really aren't that far away if if they don't trade Contreras. I mean, I mean, we've always been on the same page about the Contreras thing. While I do think he would bring you great prospects, um, I would keep him. I would like to see a piece continue. Although, if you're able to stock it with two top 100 prospects, because he's playing so well and catcher such what, a needed position, like yeah. it's a different story. Right. I just. If you trade Contreras, which is it's it's happening, like it's going to happen. They need to bring in not just spend. It's not that the Cubs just need to spend this next off season. It's got to be big names coming soon. Mm-hmm. You need to. You're going to have to overspend and, and get Aaron Judge. I don't care if it's Correa, Judge, whatever the next big name is. Find the right one, evaluate who it is, and add them to the roster. Yeah. Like you, I saw Joe say uh, Rodon, Carlos Rodon is almost a must add at this point. I'm not, I will never say Carlos Rodon is a must add to a team. 
Mm. It'd be a nice like if he's an addition to the team. That's nice. But adding Carlos Rodon is not enough for me. If I'm a Cubs fan and you're dealing with this season and the end of last season and potentially the worst record in baseball. Okay. RWB says Trey Turner. Fine. Get me Terea. Get, get, get me Turner. Get me Correa. Get me judge. Get me one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Get me two of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and add them to this great farm system that you've started right. to put back together. And then like so many people are, are, are down on Suzuki too, just cause he had a bad may. We still have to see how the rest of his season right, plays right. out. And you got to think, no matter what, he's going to learn. He's going to be more uh, adjusted to the league and everything going into next year. So you got a, a gold glove caliber power hitting right fielder already. Then you, you add a, you add an arm, like a, like a big arm to go yeah. with those guys that I just mentioned. And you, and you add a judge or a Turner or a Correa or a Xander Bogarts. And you're and honestly, you look at that and you look at that bullpen and what we've seen it. And when you get that bullpen with good starting pitching, you're at least a 500 team. At right, least. but that's what you're saying <laughs> is a 500 team, Cody. And I and I I agree with a lot of what's being said in the chat. That's not getting it. That's still not getting into the World Series. No, getting to the if you're talking about well, you the real the goal, farm after that, you've though. then the farm system guys have right. to come up and filter, but and it's got to be Triantos, it's right. got to be Brendan Davis, it's those guys need to develop. That's what right. happened with the other group; they didn't fully develop. They they right. they, they 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 won the World well, Series, right. and then they didn't go from there. And then the guys that were underneath them didn't develop. Right, but and yeah, maybe everything I just said. Yeah, they they could at they could just be. You know, at at the, at the, their floor could be five hundred, but their their peak could be at least a you know a playoff team. And like again, I I once you add in the farm, once those the, those farm guys come up and supplement right, those yeah. guys I just said, then you can start tar- talking World Series. Yeah, but you got not like, next. You, it's not next year. You gotta you gotta supplement or yeah, you gotta supplement by spending something at some point though, and like. Trading Contreras, and if they did trade Ian Happ, which again he's a, he's a great trade piece, it just kind of like it just to me at this point just seems like they're going backwards, and I just don't think that's the right move. Uh, how did your bets do tonight? I know the Cubs didn't do well. Yeah, well, I didn't bet on the Cubs. Ah, so that was the move. <laughs> yeah, In fact, did you move. bet against the Cubs mid game? I did bet against ah, the Cubs mid game. Whenever Seems like that was a smart four, move, too. Yeah, when it was 5-4, to four, I was like, we are about to blow this, so let's slam it. Padres money line plus 180. Oh, Mets first five. That was I, I believe that hit as well. Uh, so, yeah, I went 3-2, three and, three and 3-3, three and three, if you want to count the pain parlay. Pain parlay didn't <laughs> hit because Sean Mania sucked. Um, anyway, made them all on my favorite app, Points Bet. There you go. My That's favorite, the way to do it. It's my favorite app to open. Uh, it's Dull the, best. the pain. Dull the pain. Yeah, to dull the pain, exactly. Uh, it's the it's the best way to support CHGO. And if you download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up, you can make a $50 more first-time deposit. You'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. I'm hearing around the, 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 the vine that we got some new shirts coming. I just got some new shirts that you can already see on the website. So I'm just saying... It's getting exciting. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. 
If you have any uh, questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you remember that pointsbet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay for the first time ever. Build the perfect live same-game parlay only with pointsbet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. And now, if you've been under a rock, online sign-up is available in Illinois. If you didn't know, like I said, if you've been under a rock, you can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. I say it every show. If Luke can do it, so can you. <laughs> every time. It, it's just as funny every time, Luke. Uh, <laughs> signing up with the fastest port. Fastest sports book. I've got a smartphone. <laughs> Signing up with the fastest sports book is now easier than ever, so you can start lo- living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. So, what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet, live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. We made it 38 minutes or so before the Hayward comment started. Oh, wow. So That's a record. On the chat. So, that was good. Uh, Can I complain about Hayward for a second? And 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 <laughs> to everybody, it's like we have a pretty good chat going today. Yeah. Like, all uh, things to considered. Dan and all the guys around there. Like, thanks for all the comments. We appreciate it. You guys yeah. being part of the show and yeah, uh, part of the fam, as we say. Um, hey, I want to tell you about our other partner too. Too. AG One started Ooh, taking it because I didn't have time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. Now I've been on it for a couple months. Love it. It's not one of those super healthy tasting things, which I can't stand. Uh, it's sort of fruity. It's it's nice. It's got, what is it? What's AG1? Here's what you go. Ooh. 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. I like to get a noticeable boost in the morning from it. So it's the first thing I do on an empty stomach. Giddy up, off I go. And it's lifestyle friendly too. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, or dairy-free. I'm not any of those things. But you're all good if you are with AG1. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than 3 bucks a day. Recommended by professional athletes. More than 7,000 five-star reviews. So right now, reclaim your health. Arm your immune system. With convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. You don't have to take a million different supplements and pills to take care of your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgocubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash chgocubs. To take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, we're going to do a little spin zone here. Oh. Because, you know, it's been rightfully well, can I, can so an angry, can I upset, give, bitter chat. Yes, go ahead. Can I, I want to give uh, Isaac a shout out. He says, I get on here because you guys actually interact with the fans. It's nice to get that after two and a half hours of being ignored. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, welcome, Isaac. We'll never ignore you. You send... if. if we never mentioned this, but if anyone does super chats, we will definitely read your your comment oh, yeah. and put it up there. We should tell you that. And then if you're if you haven't subscribed to the to the podcast, oh yeah, or the YouTube channel, the make YouTube sure you channel. go ahead and do that. Make sure uh, we would like some good reviews if you can do that for us. Yeah, please uh, send good reviews. Dan says the AG one he likes it too. Gut health makes a huge difference. Hell yeah! I I you know when it feels again, good on a hot day like today, hundred degrees. 
that AG1 and in the morning. Oh, yeah. Little zing. Little zing. I had some two days ago before I went to the gym. Was, uh, yeah. I was all poppy. Ready you do to the go. Owen afterwards? Only what you need protein I should shake? Should have. But I don't have any at home. I need to get some. Got to get some ordered Gotta up. Get, they, I drank them all at work and now I need some at home. Uh, let's do a little spin zone. Things spin outside zone. of tonight's game and that will make you feel a little bit better. Oh, this will be Outside good. of ice cream. <laughs> we didn't go to Cone tonight. We did not That's make an ice cream surprising. run. I'm trying to behave this week. You know, better gut health. Uh, Miles Michaelis of the Cardinals lost his no-hitter with two outs in the ninth. Woo, that's a great break. spin zone. Yeah. Tough break. Right over Harrison Bader's glove. Oh. Just, just, just missed it. Just missed it. Hate to see it. Uh, Ryan Jensen, former first-round pick of the Cubs, returned from the de- developmentalist, according to Brian Smith, who is at Cub Prospects on Twitter. Great follow. Been on, been on the show before. Uh, he said he developed a shorter arm path. The Cubs had him working on. Came in, two shutout innings, just 20 pitches. Really looked good in his first outing back. So that's great to see. In fact, I saw that he had touched 98 on one of his first pitches. So there's some heat coming up. There's some heat coming up. Love to see that. And uh, on the flip side, Matty Lee, uh, Chicago Sun-Times, Pete Crow Armstrong going to miss a couple weeks. Or a week or two with a hand That's not a spin zone, but that's just a bad spin zone. That's a spin zone the other way. right? Yeah, PCA. Not good. I see our guy Ryan Herrera is here. Will he be able to join tonight? Stay tuned and find out. Does it work this time? Ah, there he he's is. there. All right, there we go. What I'm was your favorite fast. part of the 12-run comeback? A 12-run comeback or the 12-run explosion? <laughs> uh, I was, that was a pretty pretty hard game to watch, obviously. Uh, Five-run lead and then you give up 12 unanswered. For, especially for a bullpen that had been, you know, had its share of, of bad outing, bullpen outings overall, but for the most part had been really good this year. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and another question is why did David Ross take Kyle Hendricks? Well, he had, you know, he was dealing with shoulder fatigue, and that's why he didn't, you know, that's why he had an extra extended layoff in between starts. Um, you know, it was, hot, it, was, it was like 90-something. It was 95, or I think, at game time, something like that. So it was hot. He hadn't pitched in a while. He was already coming off some shoulder stuff. Um and, you know, he threw 25 pitches in that first inning. Ross said he just kind of felt like um, he was losing gas. And, you know, I think what also played a part in it is like, hey, you're up 5 nothing. You got a bullpen that has had been pretty good for, for most of the year. So, um, yeah, that I mean, that was a very unexpected, not even just to blow the lead, but just to get up 12 runs overall as a bullpen. Um, I, uh, yeah, I just read up. a tweet from uh, Megan Montemurro. Tonight was the first time the Cubs lost when leading by five runs since August 15th, 2019 in Philadelphia. Anyone remember the walk-off grand slam from should have been, oh, should have been uh, yeah. Bryce Harper. Yeah. Should have been, been Cub. Cub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one actually. Yeah. I am, uh, I'm numb. So I, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't feel this. This is, this is fine. <laughs> Ryan, tell us about Caleb Killian. What uh, what did Ross say about him? Just that he's going to start, or was there any more info there? Um, so, well, yeah, he said he's going to start uh, just because he hasn't been back down uh, for 15 days. There has to be some move, that, like an aisle move or something that has to be made. Um, the, we don't know who that is, but I'm sure we'll find out tomorrow. 
Uh, but yeah, Ross just said, you know, we just kind of expect him to be himself. We, you know, don't want him to try to change anything just because he's coming back up. Um, you know, just because they don't have the body of work at the major league level, they, they don't want to just go right into having him change things or fix things or whatever. Like, you know, they, they'll give him tips and obviously going back down to the minors, they probably sent him with some notes on things to work on. But um, just all in all, he's just, you know, he's always expecting his Caleb Killian to pitch like Caleb Killian does. Um, you know, not not put too much pressure on himself. Um, just kind of go out there, do his thing, and then obviously see what happens. Um, you know, the first start, Sal was at five five innings, three runs, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, just like you know, especially after that fourth inning when he came back out in the fifth and, and, and kind of shut the Cardinals back down, um, was was a, a good sign, obviously. And then that was the one time he, he um, that was the one time he started. Now he's coming back and. I got, again, they're not expecting him to light the world on fire. They don't want to set expectations on him because he doesn't have – he has one start in the big leagues, but they, the only expectation is that he just kind of goes out there and and, and is just, just – what's the word? And, and just acts like Caleb Killian, pitches like Caleb Killian, just does what Caleb Killian does. Uh, back to tonight's game, was there any con- – or did anyone ask – David Ross about why, uh, you know, they took Hendricks out so early. We our mentions were flooded with people yelling about uh, that, and also in the chat at the beginning. So I'm I'm trying to help give away well, some 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 information here. If, if there was any questions about why that happened, yeah, well, that's what I said earlier. Is just um, kind of discussing the bullpen, but and, and how it maybe helped lead to pulling Kyle, but at the same time, it's just like Kyle had been, had had a huge layoff. He had a pitch since June 1st. He was battling some shoulder stuff. It was, it was really high. It was just a lot of different things that uh, when it kind of got down to it, Ross thought he was just kind of losing steam, losing gas. Uh, they went out, you know, they had that conversation on the mound. Um, and and it, they, I think they, they said they were going, uh, Ross said he was kind of going to kind of going to let him go like batter to batter, kind of see how it went. Um, and, and, you know, he said, he, again, he was that he, he saw Kyle kind of losing gas. I just took a quick look at like Savant and you could see the velocity um, on both his fat on the four team around the sinker, uh, both kind of, you know, by the end of it, a couple of miles, miles, a mile or two uh, per hour below the average that he's had on the season. So I think just in that number, you can kind of tell. Um, so as soon as, you know, that they hit that double, Ross just kind of decided like, hey, like, he's losing steam. He's, he's just coming back from a layoff. You know, he, he pitched well. Um, it was just time. He, he even said earlier that um, there was, he was kind of in talks to maybe pitch that last game at Yankee stadium and that he would have been on, on a pitch count there anyway. It's only two days later. It's not like two days magically stretched him all the way back out. Right. So yeah. um, I kind of, if, kind of if you repeated yourself, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I no. did. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was wondering about, um, Nick Madrigal, do we have any idea? Is there any talk about why Madrig- why they've been reluctant to put Madrigal on the IL? I, I, I maybe it's coming tomorrow for this move or sooner than that uh, to bring Killian up. But why why have they been so reluctant to just go ahead and put him on the IL again? Um, yeah, I mean that is not. I, I, I and if I'm looking at it, um, and we're trying you know trying to figure out as far as you know, Caleb Killian again would have to be would have to come up for an IL move. Maybe that's just something that they were kind of looking for. Okay. Uh, I know they said that Madrigal's getting, you know, 
I think they said that he's like, uh, it's kind of the same thing with Ma, like some time for rest and recovery. Um, so maybe that, maybe an IL move's coming tomorrow and they just kind of knew, you know, hey, you need to make an IL move to bring Caleb Killian up. Um, don't, again, don't want to speculate too much on that. But um, yeah, I, I think it's just as far as, as you know, procedural moves and, and, and maneuvering through the roster situation. Um, and also it could have, just kind of come down to, hey, let's kind of give him the weekend and see where he's at. I know he, he got checked out um, yesterday by doctors because they didn't do that in New York. Um, so that, I think, is when they kind of look at that and just kind of see the time frame. It's like, all right, let's give it a couple of days before we you know, officially make that move. And uh, Bodie is recovered from the dizziness, but still now going back on another rehab stint eventually, right? Uh, the That he... So he's he going, back, going to back, back to Iowa. Um, he's going back to Iowa. So he had the dizziness, and that's why they kind of shut him back down. Um, he's going back out to Iowa, and they said he could be he could start his rehab, restart his rehab assignment as kind of as soon as this weekend. Um, so I think he's still kind of like, let's make sure he's you know give him a couple more days, make sure he's good. But um, like it could happen this weekend. It could you know that that, that could be when he kind of resumes um, building back up to what should be a, a major league you know, an activation back to the big league roster, but you know, kind of, kind of wait and see uh, right now. I'm real curious to see what happens with Saya here in the next week, you know, yeah. how his finger responds, because I have this bad feeling that if he's not back in a week, that it could be a long time. Like it's already been a long time, but it, this finger injury, and I know they're trying to just let it, calm down so they don't have to do anything drastic but like it seems like an odd injury that's really dragged on a long time and I feel like if this next week doesn't go well um it could be interesting to see what happens to him yeah and it what sucks about Saya being hurt is that it hurts now and it's gonna hurt in the future too because he's missing at bats right and he again when he went down he 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 was going he was going through the the motions of adjusting to major league pitching and now that he's been out a while he's gonna when he comes back he's got to get you know back into routine and then also continue to try and adjust to the league so the longer he's out the the worse it is for him uh you know i think in the present and in the future until uh, and until we can feel confident that his that he's at off, at a point offensively where you know you feel you're feeling good with him so it's just i hope i i just hope it's not that serious or as serious as as it could be uh because i it i know the lineup's not good but man when you see his name in there at least you feel like all right there's there's well, it's something to watch yeah there's something to watch and there's you know there's at least a a, whole, a few uh, more than one or two home run threats in there, you know what I mean? So it's about his development. Hey, uh, by the way, guys, I wanted to mention, I brought it up uh, earlier. Owen, I want to tell you about it. It's only what you need. It's well, this, don't tell Ryan about it. He don't well, need to know. Ryan knows because when he goes oh. to the gym, he throws down an Owen before and after. Mm. He double proteins, one before, double. one after. He doesn't double uh, fist. He just it's a 100% plant based oh, yeah. protein shake that gives you the nutrition that works as hard as you do. All the products are free of artificial ingredients. They're allergen-friendly, no gluten or dairy, easily digestible. A lot of our, our, our partners are gluten-free, dairy-free. Um, I first heard about it from who else? 
Justin Fields. Oh, QB1. QB1 of the Bears does can, a plant-based diet. Could be Chicago's uh, savior considering our baseball season. Ooh, I hope they get some offensive line over there. Uh, Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at LiveOwen. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me, join Justin Fields and Ryan Herrera as you try Owen only what you need. Uh, I just sent it in the chat, but I'm going to say it anyway. We mm. got 40, 45 people watching. Now it says 43, so hopefully those two people come back. But only 10 likes on our posts. We got, now we have 12, so shout out to the mm. two people who have liked. But, they either uh, don't like the way the games are going or they don't like us talking well, about I the want way them, the games are I, going. I hope that they like <laughs> us. Why else would they be here? You know what I mean? So I, I just want to – I can't say the word. I just want to point it out. Well, you know what? Yeah. Let's be honest. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna, Go ahead. Because I was making everyone a deal. I was like, we need at least – 20 likes or I won't wear a Hawaiian tomorrow. I got this one on right here. <laughs> oh, no you guys Hawaiian are double Hawaiian. Yeah, likes. we're both wearing yeah. Hawaiians tonight. Uh, double Hawaiian. Hawaiian. I didn't realize Hawaiians. that. Cody's double been over Hawaiian, here drinking Mai Tai. He's trying to be the new Mai Tai guy. <laughs> you want to call it a Mai Tai. <laughs> it's water. It's, it's ice water. water. <laughs> Listen, it's too damn hot to drink anything else right now. <laughs> yes. Just How hot was it in the press box, Ryan? Quite. Quite. Yeah, very hot. <laughs> you know, heat. Heat rises. Um, uh, the wind. You can look and like the, the the wind was blowing out, and I'm like, I could just reverse course and come back this way. Like I would have been, that would have been magical. But no, it was, it was. Yeah, it was pretty hot. Um, you know, I had to go stand out in the dining room a little bit with the AC. <laughs> yeah, that's the spot. Oh, just man, was, just sit in the dining room. Brutal. It's go. fine. Just watch it on television. You know what we need in here? This is Studio B, which is also very hot. Mm -hmm. We got brick walls. Very little mm -hmm. venting going in. We need like those misters that you get at some of the outs. You know, like if you're in Miami and they have misters, you go into a patio. We need giant misters in here to get through a, a game like this and a night like this. That's part of the problem is not only have the Cubs lost eight in a row and are 15 games under 500 and pushing towards the worst record in baseball, but it was basically 100 degrees. It's going to be 100 degrees tomorrow. People are angry when it's that hot. Oh, yeah. I man. lived in Texas. It's nothing but angry people. Yeah. No, I... I I came into the office angry today because I was dripping of sweat uh, and the fact that I was also late. But, you know, you there's other there? factors into it. But, like, the heat just added on to it, man. Did you I, scooter out of there, Cody? Uh, the scooter is out. Of, it's, it's on the 10-day IL. Uh, it's going with Bodie to could, the IL. Could, yeah, it could be yeah. could be uh, a longer stint uh, because the mechanic isn't exactly a handyman. Uh, but we'll see. Uh Sources say could be back earlier than than, okay. than expected, but also sources say could be worse because you just don't know what you're going to get out of the mechanic. I, you know, Dan has a comment here that I think we might have to work something out. He says that David Kaplan is available to be a palms waiver and a mist sprayer. And if I could come up with a bet that Cap could lose, <laughs> we could get Cap here in Studio B with palms waving, saying, take that. Take that, Take that. As, as he cools us off with palms and a mister. Man, oh, I man. would love it, for that. Just saying angry okay. things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That oh, would be, that'd be awesome. 
feed yeah, it, Cody, maybe you could even feed us some cold grapes ooh, i could go for that just too like, uh, frozen grapes are always <laughs> nice on a cold day it tastes like ice cream <laughs> i don't know they don't taste like ice okay cream. they have the texture of like ice yeah cream, my bad there you go yeah. man oh, i miss Cody, i'm sorry for your uh sorry for your scooter it's joining me i'm day to day right now i got a quad injury mm. oh um, your quad i didn't yeah, know that yeah, it's 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 an off fair story. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! This uh, now we now we're getting somewhere. Well, now the entire uh, chat wants to know. I don't know if this goes. Up. Does this go back to your Vegas trip? Or how back far back are we? Are we predating like this it. injury? On well, Saturday night, retroactive to Saturday. Okay, yeah. Saturday it's a night. Saturday night quad injury. Yeah. Oh, Interesting. It's not, today, though. it's not a it's not IL move yet. It's just rest and recovery, you know. Yeah. Rest and recovery. Uh, yeah. Just, just like Wade Miley. Ryan's working on a few yeah. things, as David Ross yeah, likes yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs> going to be a couple weeks. Yeah. We'll we want to know what really happened. Let the, we'll, we'll get, Dan says, give us the dirty. Yeah, we'll get, you think we, we're up to 17 likes now? Ryan, you give us the we're real 18. deets on that. Yeah. What do they say? You spill the tea? Yeah, spill the tea. That's spill what the tea, Herrera. Say. Yeah. See how spill I know all those tea. terms? Let's let's wrap I mean, it up because yeah. we we got another one tomorrow that could be just as hot and just as bad. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. Caleb Killian is the guy that will end this streak and give us something positive to talk about for a night. Yeah, uh, you know, listen, man. Uh, I want to remind people that just like regarding Caleb Killian, do not overreact. Whether it's great or yes. it's bad. If it's similar to the last outing, then I feel like we can all oh, just that'd be, be good. We'd be great. We'd just be like, you know, but not to say his last outing wasn't bad or good. But it if was, he struck out 12, that would be good too. Right. Like if he goes out there, gives us seven <laughs> innings and shoves it down our throats, then I'm going to come on this show, overreact and give you an hour of meatball takes it, it because it's deserving and it's, we all deserve to celebrate something. But all I'm saying is, do not overreact if it's bad. That's basically what I'm saying. Because again, young pitcher, second career start. Yeah. We we don't know what to really expect. We just know he throws 97 mile an hour sinkers and at the professional level has shoved for most of his career. If Caleb Killian shoves, there will be another ice cream social this week. Ooh, baby. Uh, thanks for dropping Without in to me. check. Huh? Ice cream social Without, when you get back. Without me? No, okay, when you get I, back, I, I, we'll, we'll have one. When you get back, we'll, we'll save the ice cream social for you. Uh, right, and I, I just noticed there's 21 likes now on the video, so Hawaiian Hawaiian is back tomorrow. Hawaiian will come Hawaiian, back. Hawaiian Ryan is back. Yeah, I might be a shirt I'll, I'll we wear, should sell. I should wear. I have a. I have more Hawaiians at home. I'll wear another one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> just wear pants. Hawaiian, you know, everybody wears some pants. Whether they're shorts, well, someone tell Clark the club that, right? <laughs> shorts, <laughs> jeans, just you know, have some pants on. Thanks for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs post game show podcast. Cubs lose twelve to five. We'll turn it over to Caleb Killian and hope for better results tomorrow.